Welcome to the Property Renovation Podcast. For anyone who loves renovation, wants to save money, and to learn the best tips and tricks of the industry. And now, your host, three times award winner of leading renovation website, House, and over 15 years in the industry, renovating just over 200 properties, James Woodham. Hey, welcome back to the Property Renovation Podcast. This is episode 12, and I'm super excited to let you know that I interviewed a building company this time just to get a builder's perspective on things. Um, and uh, so I interviewed Dean, and Dean is the director of Loughton Construction Limited. Um, it's an Essex-based company, family-run, three generations, and um, they carry out loft conversions, uh, new builds, refurbishments, and extensions throughout Essex. And a great company. Um, he's a great guy. I've known him for a long time myself and I uh, was really excited to get him on. So before I send you through to listen to that, um, if you're not in the Facebook group, then please come and join. We've got lots of uh, content and uh, advice that we don't necessarily uh, put onto the podcast. So um, to get on there, just uh, go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the property renovation podcast and uh, yeah if the podcast um, is a you think it's beneficial to someone you know someone in work um, family friend uh, then please share it Uh, the more people we get to listen to it then hopefully we can save more homeowners uh, some time and money um, by giving them some really good advice Um, and uh, please leave us a review as well so with the more reviews we get, the more listen, li- listeners we get, I, I hope. So uh, without further ado, I'll put you through to the, the episode. Enjoy. Thank you very much. Dane, welcome to the Property Renovation Podcast. Um, I'm really glad that I got you on because I know quite a bit about you already. And I think uh, you've you've had... Um, years in the industry so I think it would be a, a, a joy to get you on here and um, list, have people listen to what you've got to say. Um, can we just start with um, why you decided to start um, in the building industry really? Well it wasn't my choice to start it, it was actually my granddad um, who's not with us any longer but he started the company oh blimey I mean he died when he was in his 80s um, and then my dad took over um and then basically i took over I mean, my dad actually still works with me now you know me dad and um you know he's, he's going to be retiring shortly but it's just like i'm third generation really right. so it's given me um I, I get a lot from it just from knowing the fact that i'm the third generation to be honest it's sort of quite a proud feeling yeah yeah i mean you you must have gone through and done plenty of projects in your time like yeah, yeah. Yes, so I shouldn't have said that, sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine, no problem. Uh, yeah, I've done, you know, if I could, I just can't count how many projects I've done. I've built a few houses and numerous extensions and loft conversions, you know, pretty much done everything that's out there, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, we've kept busy full-time all the time. And your your dad still works with you now, but he's retiring soon, I guess. Yeah, I mean, and he's although I've got thirty odd years of knowledge and being in the building game, my um, dad has got fifty years. You know, wow. so it's uh, always nice to turn to someone who's older than you. Even even now, I know a lot. It's still nice to say to me, Dad, you know, what do you reckon here? And although I might already know the answer, 
yeah. it's nice to have uh, sort of reassurance behind you, although I don't need it, but it's just one of those things, really. Yeah, I guess, I guess. Well, but it must be nice, you know, working with your dad as well. And, uh, yeah, well, we don't, we never row. You know what? I'm in, and I'm uh, 48 now, and I've never had one argument with my dad since the day I was born. Yeah, I was going to ask that. I was going to say, like, how is it? How is the um, relationship working together? But uh, uh, I mean, I do hear of lots of other builders that, and kids that work with their dads, and they they say they have problems and arguments. But I, I, th- I think it's testament to our personalities, really, and how uh, good we are with getting on with each other as well as customers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're not we're not argumentative, um, and that's just the way we are, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. Um, you know, I was gonna. My next question really is about like the industry um, and its reputation because it's taken toll over the years. You know, like there's these loads of cowboy builders. You've got people that are opening up building companies in five minutes and thinking yeah. that they know everything. Um, yeah. And I think. Um, from my perspective, I think it's quite tough, you know, on the people that have been around for many years and got all of that knowledge. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, I mean, I do come across the industry. Um, I mean, I've, I've done jobs for people that they've had builders in that haven't really come up to scratch and they haven't really checked out their background at all, which I find really strange. Um, you know, I've done extensions for people where they've had a loft conversion before I'd in there like they might have done it two three five years ago and said oh we had a nightmare with our builder and i said to them well did you check him out and they said we didn't to begin with um but later found out that you know he 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 hasn't been going that long and this is really where people need to check not to check into your background but just sort of check that you are you know who you are and you do what you say you're going to do and the only way to do that is to speak to previous clients and go and look at previous work that you've done. And I always, when I go around to a job, I don't just sell myself as a salesman. I do say to people, look, you've got me around as, as one choice. And I always tell people to get at least five quotes. Five. Um, oh. Yeah. I mean, I, I do because the bigger the job, if I've done a job that might be two, 300,000 pounds. Yeah. Um, and that's the estimate you've put in. And the swing on a job like that could be a £50,000 either way difference. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. So if you're getting two or three quotes, it might not give you, you know, a real idea of the swing of the of the cost of what yeah. the job should come to. Yeah. It's very easy for me to say, oh, my 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 price is right. But I always do think I am right because I always put enough into the job to, to finish the job. Yeah. And it's, I always say to customers, if someone's £50,000 dearer than me, then you're being ripped off if they're fifty thousand pounds cheaper than me. <laughs> it's just not, you know, not viable. But there are cheaper builders out there, and, and some do get it done for the money. I don't know how, but you know, it's just the way it goes. Yeah, I mean, this isn't actually a question that I've gone on here, but it's just leading off of what you said. Do you think, um, like, I've I've heard a few times where people say that tradesmen go in and they actually purposely underquote to make yeah. sure that they get the job. Yeah, yeah. And th- th- this happens a lot, James, to be honest. Um, the people I've, I've come up against a lot of that where people just get their foot in the door with a cheap quote. And as soon as they're, they're in there and they've got the foot in the door, they've got the job, then they start whacking on the extras. Right. And with me is I always, if someone asks me for an idea of a cost without writing out an estimate, I always seem to go, the worst way. So someone's got the idea of the worst way of cost. And sometimes that can even lose you a job. But I'd rather be 
up front saying that and saying it's going to be 10 grand less. They get, you know, they want you to do the job and then you're starting to put the costs up when, when you're in there. And I don't mm-hmm. agree with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but like it said, on. yeah, and and it can it can actually work out worse, can't it? Because you look- oh yeah, I mean the time they get through it, they can end up paying the builder more than what I've quoted. So mm-hmm. it, it's just it must be scary for people getting builders in because it's your it's your home. Yeah, you don't know who you're getting in, and I can understand it must be it must be quite frightening. So this is why people really got to look into the builder they're getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. My next question is about tradesman sites. Um, I get the sense that you've never used these before, but I, I, there's like these days you've got these tradesman lead sites, which make it a little bit easier for people to get work and also for people to advertise that they, they want work done. Um, so they get like a selection of people and then the, I think the tradesman like pays some money to get shortlisted and then gets the job. You, you, have you got any ideas on that? Like, do, do you know... Well, do you, uh, I mean, would, are you sort of regarding something like something like that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, is the one that I've heard the most nightmares about. Right. Although I have heard good stories, but um, I've been on uh, jobs where people have called in other tradesmen while I've been there, and they've got them from. Uh-huh. Although they've been a good price and quite cheap, um, the work hasn't been very good. But I'm not running down itself. I do know that there's a lot of. Um, good cheap builders out there if you want to find them, but doesn't really say that what you're getting is really going to be that good. It can't guarantee you that. No. Um, I, I did a loft conversion for someone once, and my tile came out a little bit expen- more expensive than they wanted to pay, so they got someone off of mm-hmm. and the the, the tiling was atrocious. Really? Atrocious, yeah. And another another client got wants someone to uh, lay some lino for him in a, in a, in a bathroom we was doing. Yeah. Um, he didn't turn up for about two, three times. And how they kept going with him, I don't know. But he did turn up, and then the result wasn't that good. But that's my experience. Yeah, uh, and that, you know that's all I can say. But I have had people say that they've had some good results from it. So I'm not, I'm not sort of putting it down totally. But that's my experience. Would you say that it's um, it makes you know now that that with the internet and the technology and like people being able to just create a profile quite quickly, name themselves a builder and get a job. Do you yeah. think it's having a toll on the old traditional approach of yeah. people getting jobs? Yeah, I think it does. I mean, it's, it's a shortcut for people. I don't think have totally have the skill. Mm. Um, and, you know, I've been doing it for 30 odd years and you can become a builder quite quickly, but the overall knowledge is is quite long term. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm, a, I'm actually a plasterer by a trade, although I do lofts and extensions now. Um, and you can't learn something in five minutes. And if you want to be able to build a loft or an extension, you've really got to know the whole process. I don't suppose checker trade could be so bad if you just want someone to do one thing. If you just want tiling done or you want painting yeah. done for individual builders or tradesmen it's probably not so bad mm-hmm. um, but I mean I recently quoted for a loft conversion and they they went on checkertrade.com and the price difference was you know so low it was just unviable um, if I'd have done it at the same price I'll, I'll be you know bankrupt <laughs> you know it's yeah. it, 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 I do come up against it all the time with especially with that particular website or whatever you call it not a yeah. website is it yeah it is yeah yeah yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Old school, so it's yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, there's there's plenty of old school about, and um, yeah. still doing the jobs. And I think that that's it's you know it's a testament to itself, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it is definitely. Um, let's talk about one of your most favourite projects. Can you talk about? I mean, yeah, um, I, I did a uh, an extension. Well, there's two extensions next door to each other. Um, about a year or so ago, and it was nice because there was both neighbours were best friends, so that made it good. Both jobs are identical, um, and it was it was quite nice and, and modern. You know, they had the bifold doors, which we're doing a lot of now, to be okay. honest. Yeah, and um, yeah, and um, the whole job at the end looks really, really nice, and the, the you know the people were absolutely so happy you know it was unbelievable it just so happens now they've called me back um they both want a loft conversion each so crazy i've got to do that as well and i've got to take the roof off both houses and do it and 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 do the whole thing together um but it it was just a nice nice job to do financially it was good you know it was um you know a, a nice one and um the people were so happy and, you know, and it says it all if they called me back to do it again. Yeah. 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 But, you know, I do get repeat work anyway. It, once someone uses me, um, you know, if I do an, an extension for them and then they move house two or three years later, you know, I'll get the call again to, to come around and, and a quote again. So th- that's how I get my work really. Right. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. That sounds like a good project. Um, can I ask you a little bit about the, the Brexit? Like, you know, we're still going through this whole Brexit yes. thing, whether it's going to happen, whether it's not. Um, but has it? do you think it's directly affected the building industry and, like, people making decisions? Um, I can't say it's affected me at all. I'm still getting work coming in, and not many people have mentioned it. I've had one client um, that I went to, uh, she wanted a refurb, um, and she was deciding whether to have a side extension mm. um, and um, to add value to the house to sell on. And she said, well, I don't know what's happening with Brexit, so I'm going to hold off. Um, so that is the only one I've come across. Okay. Uh, this has all been going on. And pretty much I haven't heard anyone mention it at all mm. apart from that. And it hasn't affected me. So... I can't really, you know, say that I've heard too much about it, James, to be honest. Okay. Well, no, it's a good, it's a good sign. It's a good sign. Um, can you tell me a little bit about your worst job? Maybe one of your worst projects? Um, in, in what respect is it? Any, any. Um, it could be maybe like the project didn't turn out well, you lost money, like why that happened. You could probably elaborate on that, or well, it, was it the customer? You know, was it the worst customer in the world? Kind of. Well, it's it's a really good point, and I'm going back about probably 15 years, and that's the last time I I had a bad customer. But it, you you have all these programs on TV about um, bad builders, and you know, there's there's been loads of them over the years, and it'd be nice to do a program one day on builders are having bad customers because they are out there. Um, and I did have a particular customer that was very, very awkward um, right. in in every way. But it, it was his personality, unfortunately, and there was nothing that was going to change that. Okay. There was nothing wrong with the quality of our work or anything like that. Um, and he seemed as though he was trying to 
get as much money off the job throughout the contract as as possible mm, basically okay. he was a bit, a bit of a, a liar and and the thing is is that I, I didn't know how to handle that very well because i'd never had bad experiences before that mm-hmm. and i haven't had a bad experience after so when i came across it i didn't really know how to handle it um and i did finish the contract and um at a slight loss but in hindsight I did the right thing, but in hindsight, knowing the guy he was, and I've grown up a little bit since then, I think that if I'd realised halfway through how I feel now, I would have walked off the job. Right. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm saying the right thing or not. But as a human being, you can only take so much from anybody. Um, and I know anyone expects a builder to to complete the contract, but when you come up against someone that's almost evil yeah. <laughs> um you know it is not a lot you can do about it and that that was my worst experience and lucky enough i only had ever had one yeah. but i'm very prepared what, what that did for me was prepare me for ever happening again yeah because i was gonna if I, come, if I come across that again i would handle it in a completely different way that's all i know did it teach you anything like um a lot of people would kind of reinforce the way that they operate or learn from that and to, to, and put things in place for those mistakes or for, for those situations never to happen again. Do you think you, you did any of that? Um, I mean, now, it was such a long while ago. Yeah. It's hard to remember, but the only way, you know, I, I would just handle it differently. I wouldn't let it go as far as it did. Okay. You know, I, I should have been a bit tougher um, uh, and just – nipped it in the bud a lot sooner right. than, letting, than letting it continue. I mean, he, he was the type of guy that if I did decide to have walked off site, he, hindsight, I know he would have panicked and said, no, I want you to stay. So I think it was just pushing my buttons and pushing the limits. Yeah. And me being probably a bit too nice at the time went with it, but I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, you know, put up with it now, to be honest. Okay. Okay. Um, I've got a couple more questions, actually. I've got one last one here, but just a couple whilst I've been thinking about it. Um, and it's just probably on the back of a question you said a little while ago. But um, if we could think about the listeners that are listening and um, give them five or not even five, but if you could give them some tips about um, they're just about to do a renovation and uh, they've got to consider builders and budget and stuff like that. Could you give like a few tips to help? Well, it depends on, on budget. It depends on how much you've got to spend. And, um, you know, if, if someone wants to get a lot for their money, um, which some people try to do, um, you know, I think that can be the, the dodgy thing because it, it ends up pushing them into trying to get a builder that would do more for the money, mm. which means that can be dangerous because mm. you're pushing the builder to his financial limits. Yeah. Um, and I've seen that happen lots and lots of times. I mean, as you know, I only do one job at a time, so I can keep everything quite well under control. Yeah. Um, but I'm becoming a rarity. A lot of companies now are obviously doing a lot more jobs than one. Um, but I, I found that a bit – it was getting aggravation because I've got a good team, but when you get bigger, sometimes you – you get unreliability within workers. If you've got two or three, four jobs going, one doesn't turn up, you know, another guy's got a hangover really in reality, but he's really, you know, he says, oh, I'm ill. We, we all know the story I'm telling. Yeah. And you've got 
few jobs running and then people don't turn up and things start, don't start happening, then clients start to get upset, mm. um, which is understandable. So, um, you know, that's one thing. And what, what was else you asked me? No, just if you've got a few more like tips or, or some helpful advice if someone's about to take on a building company and like do, do a renovation. So you talk about budget a minute ago. Yeah, budget is, is, is not trying to fit too much into your budget. Yeah. Get the right builder and get – it depends what you're having done, but, you know, get the right builder. It might be costing you a little bit more, mm-hmm. but I think that's – if you're trying to save a few quid and you get a dodgy builder, believe me, you will know stress if he's disappearing and going to do other things. Yeah. Um, you know, that really is stressful for a client. Um, and, and they must – you know, like I said, getting five quotes, all right, that, you know, a lot of people, as I say, get three. Yeah. But I think that's important. And go and look at any builder you decide to go with, or no, even even the whole five quote uh, estimates you're getting. Yeah. Go to all the clients um, and speak to them, but don't let the builder go with you. Let you go, let the client go on their own. Okay. The builder, they're prompting anyone. Just yeah. let the, the client turn up and go in there and look at the work, speak to the client without you, the builder being there. Mm-hmm. And if if the client's going to say all the right things, which I'm always confident of, you've got nothing to worry about. Yeah. And, and I've got clients that are happy for, for me to send anyone round. Yeah. Right? It's just just the way it goes. And and these are the sort of things that clients should look out for. Um, you know, when they're looking for their builder. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you could think, if you if you had all of the money in the world, or you could build anything you had any part of like bit of land or whatever. Um, I guess that's every builder's dream, but um, what would you build like, you know, for yourself? Can you describe a little bit about what, like your home maybe? Well, I mean, I, I like period properties um, and obviously they're quite, quite old, but I, I do like them um, for all the period features. But, you know, being a general builder, I do loft conversions and extension. I've done a couple of, you know, like I just said, uh, some modern looking extensions. But for myself, I really would like to do um, something that's you know, like you get in Miami. You know, these these all glass, um, white, um, ultra modern buildings. I mean, I've always wanted to do one of those, even if it's not for myself, but, but yeah. for someone else. And it's just getting that that chance to actually to do that. And it's yeah. funny enough, I nearly did. Um, a guy in in Loughton was um, his sounds a bit horrible. He was going to put his mum in a home, and um, he was going to knock this house down, and uh, we was going to build it, and it was going to be one of these buildings, and it still could come off. His mum didn't go in the home, right? Um, but it's one of them ones that you, you you know you'd like to get under your belt because it really does show you know what you could capable of doing, and okay. then once you do one like that, you can ho- hopefully move on to other things. Yeah. Um, I've done a couple of houses and um, they're just basic sort of ordinary houses. One was a Victorian house, uh, which I, actually I, I know you um, was one me once. Was it in Rory? Do you remember? Rory, yes, I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that was one. And we did another one in Broxbourne. But to me, they're just standard houses, not not anything that really stands out. Um, but, you know, that's what I'd like to do. One of those nice ultra-modern nice. you know, Miami-style style houses. Nice, nice. Okay. Um, I think, well, I mean, that's that's where we're finished. Um, last question, really. Um, it's just about the, the podcast and what we're trying to do. Yeah. Um, we want to be able to, so we're passionate about like trying to educate homeowners, if, especially if they've done it for the first time. 
Um, and they can like go, go on the property renovation podcast, download the episodes and listen and get the advice that they need. Yeah. People yeah. like yourself, builders and professionals and stuff. Um, what's your opinion about it? Like what we're trying to do? Oh, I think it's a great idea. I mean, as you know, I'm not, I'm old school and I'm not into new technology and I didn't even know what a podcast was until <laughs> the other day. Um, but yeah, if it's getting the message out there, so yeah. people, so, you know, gives, helps them, gives them advice to do the right thing. Yeah. And because that's that's the you know the way to go. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's your da- daughter. Yeah, sorry, that was my grandson. Just oh, your grandson. <laughs> okay, no problem. Good. Okay. Um, Dean, thank you very much for coming on, and that's uh, right. ho- hopefully, um, listeners found some benefits of that. I think there was some really interesting information there and some valuable um, content. So, but yeah, um, thank you very much again. All right, no problem, James, any time. Cool. Cheers. Cheers.